make things gay. <laughs> Welcome to Game On, a podcast about gaming and other geek culture topics from a queer perspective. I am your beaming host, Mark Waters, and with me is my shining co-host, Stephen H. Garcia. Hello! Hello. And our radiant third co-host, Adam. Mmm, hi friends. I do feel radiant. That's right. (laughs) And, much to our delight, our returning fourth host... The beautiful Ray. That's me. We are so happy. I'm back. (laughs) Where were you? I was in the frozen tundra of (laughs) South Canada, also known as Wisconsin. You made it through the polar vortex. We we survived the polar vortex barely. We just didn't leave the house that day. Our dog wouldn't even leave the house that day. Did you bring back cheese? No. (laughs) No. If we did, it would be gone by now. <laughs> did they have good cheese? Yes. Yeah, so I always grew up being told that good cheese comes from happy cows and happy cows come from California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Happy cows are in Wisconsin, man. Oh. Yeah. Like their cheese is just far superb than California. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. California produces more cheese than Wisconsin, but not better cheese. Yes. I, I learned uh, about, they have like cheese awards and like masters of cheese and stuff and like there are people out there who like dedicate their lives to like perfecting one type of cheese well to be fair there isn't much else going on there isn't right (laughs) what's like the cheese title for the person uh like cheese master (laughs) i think it's cheese master Um, cheese master like what do you call like a, a wine expert a sommelier? A sommelier. Yeah, is there like a cheesier? <laughs> fromage, a fromagier? A fromagier? <laughs> there might be. I don't know. All I know is that ch- Wisconsin is known for cheese and like craft beers. Mm-hmm. I can't drink beer, so I can oh. only enjoy half oh. of that. <laughs> oh, and custard. Oh, yeah. Culver's. Custard. You know, Culver's is good, but it's nowhere near good. It's like Cops or Adrian's or all the other better places. But I never knew that there was better ice cream out there. And then I had custard and I was like, my life has changed. So California <laughs> thinks they're the shit. And then you go to Wisconsin and they're like, no. No, California's still the shit. Oh, okay. Obviously, because we came it, back. But when it comes to dairy. When it comes to dairy, <laughs> Wisconsin wins. But. So you were gone for how long? We are gone for a little over a year. Yeah. So we left, uh, we left the state of California March 5th of 2018. And we left the state of Wisconsin March 22nd. And what it felt like an eternity. Yeah, it did. Right. Trust me. And what made you come back? Uh, Brittany got a job. <laughs> uh, we actually we went to like better ourselves financially, and we ended up making ourselves worse financially. Um, and we were both miserable. And I was working second shift, and she was working first mm. shift. So we never saw each other ever. Um, and we were just both like super depressed and sad, and we're like. Well, if we're going to be miserable, might as well be miserable around friends and family. So, yeah. uh, right. We came out here for a week in February, and that week Brittany had like three job interviews. She was offered all three jobs, so she wow. had Fantastic. her pick. And so we went back and we started packing, and now all I have to do is find a job. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, we're happy. Yeah. I'm happy to be back. You will back. find something, yes. I'll find something eventually. I went to Knott's today to try and get a job there mm-hmm. with their, uh, like, as a stagehand. Because mm-hmm. I think I'd be really good at it. Yeah, of course. Um, I had an in- initial interview and they said they'll email me if they want a second interview. Um, but yeah, I also don't feel very good because I just had a tech week for a show I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, last week was literally like five days straight of 16 hour I literally jumped right in. We like, we got here on Monday, the following Saturday, I had my first rehearsal. And then that following Monday was the beginning of tech week. So Jeez. just well, jumped right into it. Good. Speaking of that, let's jump right into let's what we're it. currently playing. Press start to play. So let's start with Adam. Okay. Um, so I kind of have been doing a little bit of gaming cleanup. <laughs> Which is, um, I finally finished the story mode to Red Dead Redemption 2, mm. which was a very long story, and I t- kind of took a break and did Assassin's Creed and then came back to it and then just focused on story, didn't do any, like, side stuff except for, like, the stranger missions, which are, like, the side quests, but didn't do any, like, the hunting or any of that kind of stuff. I was like, I just have to finish this fucking game. <laughs> and I, the story is really powerful. Oh. It's, it's one of the, the better the better ways a story has been told in the game just from the fact of you're you know you're like an outlaw who kills tons of people and like through the course of the game he becomes more conflicted about is he really helping society like how you know hmm. and uh so like the the missions get a little more like conflicted and you know should i really be doing all this so it's it's interesting how it kind of puts you in the head of this character expanding consciousness exactly so um and there are some really great side side characters that kind of get fleshed out towards the end uh i really was happy with the story um but i don't think i'm gonna go back and do like the hunts or anything oh no i think i'm done (laughs) do you do uh do you have it automatically set so that when you pull out your gun it aims at whoever you know when you shoot yeah it's the i just kept it the default setting Mm -hmm. yeah which is kind of nice because then it's easy to get headshots. You just because when you trigger it like or when you aim it like aims for their chest and then you just like flip up and you can like get a headshot pretty easy mm. as long as you have the right gun. Right. Um, so that helps you get through submissions pretty quick. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, so then after that, I kind of I went and finished up the story of Assassin's Creed Rogue, which I had um, almost finished before. And now I have moved on to finishing up the the post game stuff in God of War, which I had already finished the story in the past. Is this the new God of War or yes. okay? The, yeah, the one that just came out last year. That's the one that looked really good on E three a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and we're like, ooh, this looks exciting. Yeah, it, was, it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. The story was great. So so much that I had borrowed it from Steven, and then I was like, I want to buy my own copy so I can do all like the post game stuff. So right now I'm. I'm almost completed all of Midgard. I have like one Valkyrie left in Midgard and then have to kind of go through the rest of the realms to get the rest of the Valkyries and I'll be almost done and have the best gear. Nice. I haven't done any of that. I just, I saw two Valkyries and I'm like, nope, too hard. Yeah. <laughs> They're, they are hard, but I've, I've now uh, got my gear to a level where it's pretty manageable nice. to do the Valkyries. And then my uh, lunchtime game is still Tales of Vesperia, that a JRPG that's it's just fun. You know, like, if for a game that I play, like, an hour at a time at lunch, like, it's exactly what I wanted. It, mm-hmm. It's not too deep. It's not 
too crazy. It's not too hard. It's just exactly what I need. So I'm happy with that one right now, too. Nice. Ray, what are you currently playing? Okay, so before I moved, (laughs) I restarted Horizon Zero Dawn Mm -hmm. because I wanted to get all the side quests. I wanted to hit everything. Mm -hmm. And um, so I started that, and then Kingdom Hearts 3 came out. Right. (laughs) And so Horizon Zero Dawn went away, and I started playing Kingdom Hearts 3. I just got through, like, the first set of worlds, and I'm going into the second set of worlds, and then I moved across country. So now I'm playing Pokemon Ultra Moon on the DS. Mm -hmm. I had Ultra Sun, and I decided I wanted Ultra Moon as well. (laughs) So Did did you play Sun or Moon at all? I played Sun. I beat the story level in Sun. Okay. And then I was going to go and, like try and catch all the Pokemon, do all the side quests and stuff, but then I really just wanted Moon, so I went and got Moon. <laughs> um, and then I've also been playing a lot of Pokemon Go, because what, like when we moved back here, but it was like, I want to go walking a lot more. I'm like, well, then you have to start playing Pokemon Go again. Because <laughs> she used to play, and then she stopped playing, and now she's playing again, and she's like, oh, there are, like, quests and stuff, because you have, like, the research now. Yeah. She stopped before all that started, so now mm-hmm. she has, like, a reason to play. And- yeah. The research actually does make the game a lot more fun. It does. It's, it's less like, oh, I'll just, like, tap whichever Pokemon is showing up. and exactly. like You're still stuck on getting 10 Sunkern. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck on getting a 40 Grass-type. <laughs> I got my excellent Curveball today, so that's a good thing. I, I'm, oh. on, I'm on that... that research i just went through the research where i evolved my magikarp that has been sitting in my bag for over a year now i legitimately just got my very first gyarados because i'm like well i don't want to like try and get 400 candy again so i might as just hold on to it and i saw it and i was like yes evolve 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 (laughs) so i finally got my gyarados i'm only missing like I think it's only three from the original 150. I'm missing Lapras, mm. mm-hmm. and then I'm missing Mr. Mime and Kangaskhan. Kangashi, oh, I have yeah. Kangaskhan's Yeah! I have several. <laughs> I would love to grab I, one of those. I gave you one. Yeah, I traded, because one of the research steps is to trade, so yes. Steven traded me one of those. To... I just went through that one. Because I traded with Brittany. I got all kinds of things to trade. Awesome. Yeah, I'm only missing three from the original 150. Did you catch things while you were in Wisconsin? I did. Because when you trade it to people that are here, it it, it does a distance thing, and you get XP from the miles. Oh! Holy yeah, I moly. caught a ton of stuff yeah, from Wisconsin. So, so if you trade something from Wisconsin from here, there's like a, you'll get like a trading bonus like mile experience. Then I will definitely trade you yeah. something from Wisconsin. I did uh, one where I traded someone from J- something I caught in Japan. And, like, my phone blew up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like, crazy XP! My, uh, my old work in Wisconsin was a gym. Oh, nice. Mm. So, number one, I got a ton of coins because mm. it was always a blue gym. Mm. And <laughs> I'm part of the blue team, so obviously it was the best gym. And two, I just... I spun it before work every day and I spun it after work every day. And mm-hmm. so it's just always getting stuff from it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm. Those things are playing. Right now I don't have access to my PS4 because it's in a box somewhere. It's driving me insane. You will soon. Insane. Well, I'm staying with my grandfather currently. We don't have our own place. Oh, okay. So all of our stuff is in boxes. Mm -hmm. We literally have our bed and our clothes and that is it. So 
Uh, thankfully, I have my DS to play, and I have my phone. I have a bunch of shitter games. I'm not even going to go into all my <laughs> shitter games. I might have some DS games if you want to borrow. I don't know where I put them. I that. might borrow some from you, yeah. just because literally all I have is the two Pokemon games. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like that keeps you pretty busy. Got, it does. I think it I have Pokemon X. Okay, that'd Don't be fun too. Do you have Pokemon Triple X? Yes. Yeah, he Is that drew a it. Thing? Yeah. He draws. He draws it. <laughs> that's a thing. The the the, the Pokemons. Oh yes, that's right. <laughs> Even I know that. I've been gone a year. <laughs> You're online sh- more. The shinies are the the, the rated R ones. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. For Patreon. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully next time I, we record, I will have more stuff. I, you had it. a lot. Yeah. I did. But just hold your horses because you know who else has a lot? Who? Let me tell you what I'm currently playing. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. And actually, so the two games that I mentioned last time, I finished them. What? I two know. games? Yes. The Call of Cthulhu. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I I, <laughs> <laughs> um, there are four different endings, mm. and I didn't get the ending that I wanted. Oh. I did not call forth Cthulhu. I didn't see Cthulhu. I'm not actually sure Cthulhu's in the game at this point. <laughs> So as soon as I finished, I saw there were a bunch of trophies that I wanted to try and get. And so I went back and started playing the game again. And I'm like, this is boring. <laughs> so I'm going to wait for a while. Wait, what, what platform is this? PS4. Okay. Yeah. Although it looks like it was made for PS3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was, the trailer looks awesome, uh-huh. but it doesn't look like what the game looks like. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then the other game I was playing was Rhyme. Mm-hmm. Which was the the independent game? Yep. And man, that is a sad game. Oh. I finally figured. So I, your character's chasing around somebody in kind of like a red hood or some kind of red material, and I don't want to. I mean, I I don't want to give away what it is, but it's a very sad ending. Mm-hmm. And the game is really about learning to let go. And this is the one that you mm-hmm. had said is sort of like missed, where it's like it you drops you in and you around. just have to figure out what yeah. to do. So both of those games I do want to get back to eventually mm-hmm. and play. But I'm like, you know what? I really want to push myself for the next show. So I'm going to start another game that I got at Christmas, which was Uncharted, Hidden, Treasure, Lost, Thing. <laughs> Is that the one with the two girls? The two not lesbian girls. Oh, oh I wanted them to be lesbians. Wait, so bad. I thought they were lesbian. No. I thought so too. They are very good platonic friends so far. Okay. Is one of them a lesbian? I have no idea. I thought one of them was a lesbian. One think... of them has to be a lesbian. The one from four, isn't she a lesbian? I, I don't thought know. so. She's real butch. She's real the butch. black one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I could have sworn she was a lesbian. But they I'm really enjoying it. And mm-hmm. I, th- I was like, oh, this will be a short game. Mm-hmm. No. It's not any shorter than Uncharted. Any other all the Uncharted's are super long. And I don't miss Nathan Drake at all. They do have a Christ. little bit where they're talking to each other about him and mm-hmm. how he likes to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so far, the puzzles haven't been terribly difficult. Um, and you don't have to shoot and kill as many bad guys as uh-huh. like, the first Uncharted. Which Does this take place after 4? Yeah, because they both know Nathan at that gotcha. point. Yeah, true. Because that one chick meets him in four. In four. Yeah, uh, yeah. The one that's in four. What's her name? I it's been so long since I played. I actually yeah. haven't played four. Um, so the, the black one. Yeah. What, what's her name? 
I know. I just know the the Australian is Chloe. I'm googling mm. it. All right, because like in four, I remember just like just looking at her character model and going like, "Wow, her face looks amazing." Yeah, yeah, they did really good work with her. like especially her. Yeah, I'm not as into her. I really like the Australian woman, mm-hmm. and her, sir, the guy that they're trying to battle is a villain of the of uh, the one from Nadine. Four. Nadine. Yes. Okay. There you go. So the guy that they're hunting is from Nadine's past, mm-hmm. but the treasure they're hunting is from Chloe's past. So Chloe mm. talks about her relationship with her dad and, mm. and stuff like that. Um, and it's just a lot of fun. And they cool. introduce something, which I don't remember them having in any of the other games, but in one of the stages, you go around and you find these 11 discs that you then find a big map <clears throat> And you put them in sort of like a coin slot, basically, and it fills in all the holes and you get a bracelet that as you wear it, when you get near one of the treasures, Mm -hmm. it makes this noise that scares the fuck out of you. (laughs) It's like, bing, bing, bing. (laughs) And I'm just like, and it shakes, you know. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. So it scares the fuck out of you, is what you're saying. Yes. It may not scare anyone else, but it... It startles me, but I'm not missing any treasures. And so last night I stayed up until like one o'clock in the morning playing it. Didn't even realize where the time had gone. Well, that's a good game then. Yeah. Yeah. If you can play a game and you don't realize where the time's gone, Mm -hmm. it's a good game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there you go. So that's Uncharted Lost Lost Treasure. It's Legacy. Legacy. Yeah. The one with the lesbians. (laughs) Treasure Planet. (laughs) I don't care what you say, they're lesbians. They're lesbian lovers. Maybe that's how it's going to end. They'll confess their love. Maybe when I get to the end, I'll let you know. Yes. All right, Stephen, you usually have a longer list than anyone, so why don't we just uh, get get prepared. (laughs) Stephen, what are you currently playing? So this was kind of like part of my level up, but then I can't talk about it unless I go into it now. So during my birthday, my friend Zach and Eric made me a PC Mm. um, for gaming, and it plugs into my TV. Nice. So now I'm like getting all these games for Steam because there was a Steam sale at the same time and I had a gift card and so everything. So much stuff Ooh. is so cheap on there too. Oh yeah. my god, they have like sales like every week and it's always like you get an email going like your your wish list is on sale. Yeah. Like damn it. Do you <laughs> want this? Way. Do you want this game for two ninety nine? Yeah. Yeah. So there, one of the games was like Space Channel Five Part Two, which is like a, a old old game that I love. Uh-huh. That's like super gay. Uh, it was like fifty nine cents. <laughs> Why is it super gay? Uh, it's like a dance rhythm game, <laughs> and you play this girl who's like a space reporter against aliens, and at some point you meet up with Space Speckle Jackson. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, uh, but it's, um, it was sued a long time ago because the uh, band Delight uh, was originally the, the girl who was mm, the singer. Mm-hmm. She was going to be the a voice for her, but then she like d- said no, but they made the game anyways mm-hmm. with another singer, mm-hmm. and she's like, no! You're using my likeness, and they're like, "No, we're not. We win." <laughs> but um, it's super fun. Like when you play it, you're like, "Oh my god, what the gay!" <laughs> wow, what the gay? Groove yeah. is not in her heart. Yeah. No, no money. No. Mm-hmm. You know she was considered for Catwoman. Really? Yeah. Which one? A long time ago. Lady the Michelle Pfeiffer here. one. Mm-hmm. Oh, because wow. she did a college film um, where she was like dressed in a like a some kind of like a skin leotard. Uh huh. And so, so that right. makes her. Eligible to be I'm just saying that Groove was in the heart at that point. <laughs> I'm just saying. And they considered her. They obviously did not pick her because right. she has no star Maybe power. they should have. Well, <laughs> she's no Lady Gaga. Right. But anyways, um, so a couple other games I tried out. Uh, there was like a free trial for uh, the Elder Scrolls Online. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Which I was like, cool, I played it. I'm like, 
boring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as in Skyrim, they have terrible hair selection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I played like I, I guess twenty minutes of the intro of the game where it has like really bad tutorial, and then my time ran out, so then I couldn't play anymore. And, and like did. yeah, I could buy it, yeah. and it was on sale too. So I was like, mm, no. Yeah. Uh, I tried out another game called Black Desert Online, which is kind of like Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, but prettier, <laughs> but not as much in story. Yeah. Um, but the char- it's an MMO. Yeah, but the character creation on there is insane. Mm. Like, is that the one you sent us where it was like the the body shot? Uh huh. So you'll see the body, and then like you'll see like graphs on the body, and you can pull on the graphs to make them larger and smaller. Oh wow! Yeah, and then you could go into just the eyes and pick that type of iris, the the shape of the color, like. Everything of the wow. eyes, like, like five wow. seconds for just eyes. Wow. And then, like, a crazy hair thing. And then, yeah, I was like, oh, my God. And I played the game for, like, five minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you created you your character for, like, two long? hours. Yeah, <laughs> two hours on your character, I five minutes in the, the game. the sexiest ninja ever. <laughs> but, yeah, I played the game. It was cool, but I got lost. And because the controls are weird on PC, we're trying to use a keyboard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did get also uh, an Xbox controller that they gave me with the, the computer. Nice. So some games you can use the Xbox controller and mm-hmm. use that. The game that I actually started playing and I'm still playing is called uh, uh, Ori and the Blind Forest. Mm-hmm. It's like this little side-scroller with like a Foxberry yeah. thing. It's Carbuncle? Like, kind of. <laughs> it's, it's all white. Um, but like you go through the forest and you try to collect these things of light and the forest is like dying so you're kind of trying to restore the forest but uh-huh. it's really cute and it was the first like five minutes i'm like my heart so sad <laughs> uh but it's pretty good and it only came out for xbox and it came out for pc um but part two is coming out soon so if it's any good i'll get part two good my brother's a really big pc gamer yeah i never got into the pc yeah. gaming are you gonna start modding now I don't know how that works. <laughs> yeah, making, give him a couple bodies. months, right. he'll figure right. it out. Yeah, like, uh, my friend's like, are you going to play Skyrim? I'm like, no, I don't like it. And they're like, well, the mods make it, like, a thousand times better. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do that. There'll be a new Elder Scrolls game eventually. Yeah. You can skip Skyrim. It's been out for, like, ten years now, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah so. it's been out forever. Oh, my God. Didn't it come out in, like, PS2? It, yeah. It, it PS3, for, yeah. It came out for the Switch, and it's, like, not even any better graphics. Yeah, the, yeah. So what's the point? Yeah. Money. It's a good game. I played it the hell out of it, but yeah. it did not hold my interest at all. I There's didn't even. Lot. I didn't even get to the first dragon part in it. Mm-hmm. I got so bored. I was like, I just want dragons. Do I kept something. Hearing them, <laughs> but like there was nothing happening, There's so a, I just quit. There's a mod where you can change all the dragons to Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I like the the Much Man Randy Savage one. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> You say you want dragons until you actually fight the dragons, right. and then the dragons are tough. No, oh, I just want the dragons on my side. I don't want to fight them. You have there, to kill them. There's yeah. one I don't want where, to kill like, them. All the creatures, like the big crabs and stuff, like if you hit them, they start swearing at you. <laughs> are you sure you don't want to get into this? Uh, I watched a video on like the top, te- like the top funniest like, the mods. Skyrim mods. Funny mods. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what else? Um, I, w- I keep going back to Devil May Cry because mm-hmm. they released a DLC called Bloody Palace, so you just go through and like the challenges bloody palace yeah okay bloody palace is that describe the paint job or are the floors really slick 
they're bloody when you're done. Ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Paint the walls mm-hmm. with blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I keep playing like the final part of the game because like the the last couple boss battles you play like, five, five big bosses in a row and they're all super fun. Nice. So, okay. Yeah, just I'm hoping that they add in another character that's in the game to play with. But not yet. He's not in there yet. Oh. Mm. All right. Well, we had some pretty. For me, it was a big movie week. Yeah. Well, you saw two. I did. Um, I saw Pet Cemetery, which had some interesting changes from the original story. Yeah. Apparently, the changes were suggested by Stephen King himself. Mm-hmm. So it made it a little easier to swallow. Yeah. I, re- I read the book, and I actually think I saw the original movie, but neither of them were, like, that great. Yeah. You know how long the movie's been out? The first one? Like, 30? 30 years. Yeah. Back when Tasha Yar still thought she had a career. <laughs> was, she, was she the mom? Yeah. What's a Tasha Yar? Oh. She's, what's her name? She's the lesbian that was on um, Star Trek Deep, um, Next Generation. Yeah. She was a blonde. The she blonde was the one security with the, agent. With the short hair. Was oh, she a red like, shirt? She's only no, in like two seasons or show. something, right? She, she let, she's got, she was killed the at the beginning of the first season. Uh-huh. At the, I'm sorry, at the beginning of the second season. Uh-huh. She got like absorbed by some tar monster or something. <laughs> And okay, she left you because do. she's a, you know, she had a good theater career, I think, when she started the show, and she's, maybe she was getting offers or something, mm-hmm. so she left to make some movies, one of which was that original Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. and then... Wasn't she the one from Terminus and the Walking Dead? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so... At first I thought you said, um, the lesbian show Deep Space Nine. I, almost, <laughs> I did almost say Deep Space Nine. I don't know why. I'd never watched that show. I was like, man, that would be a good lesbian show. <laughs> um, I saw a uh, makeup tutorial on how they set up the cat for Pet Cemetery. Mm. There's like a little video of them like putting the cat in the makeup like, to make it look... on the cat? No, it's actually... They just put like gel in the fur mm. to make it like stick it's up fur, there's and they put like a little bit of makeup on their face to like darken it and mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. it was actually the the t- like the little video that sh- i saw was actually quite entertaining but they, i would never see the movie they have a bit where the, <laughs> the after church the cat comes back mm-hmm. uh the little girl is trying to brush its fur out and the snags are really tough, and you get this sense that it's probably starting to rip the skin a little bit. So, but it's was, fun. I will never see Pet Cemetery. Oh, okay. But there was another movie that came out this weekend. Yes. Did... Uh, who saw Captain Marvel? Or, I saw ah, Captain sorry. Marvel. <laughs> sorry, fake out. Oh. Shazam! Shazam! I didn't see with, Shazam. A, with an exclamation point. That's right. He was called <laughs> Captain Marvel in DC Comics. Was he really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. He was the first Captain Marvel. Yeah. But then he, they, DC basically sued the company that was doing him because he was too close to Superman. Fawcett. Fawcett, uh, yeah. Yeah, Fawcett Comics. And then um, they, he kind of was like under the radar for a long time and then Marvel created their own Captain Marvel, but then like all these lawsuits happened and they basically had to keep making a Captain Marvel comic in order to keep the trademark for Captain Marvel. So then DC could, once they got the rights to Shazam Captain Marvel, they could never use Captain Marvel in a title. Yeah, which is, I mean, there's a mind, there's a secondary character who's called Captain Marvel Jr. So now he doesn't have a name either, <laughs> even as a junior. Shazam 2. Yeah. <laughs> and then, because they always had um, 
Billy Batson, of course, is a kid that says Shazam. He was given powers of... Mm-hmm. I can't even remember all of them. I saw the trailer. Mm-hmm. But what'd you, what'd you think? Did you guys like it? It was fun. I thought yeah. it was a lot of fun. I did too. Yeah. I, I feel like if this is... I feel like this is the first movie that showed that DC is learning some lessons in how to make their movies. That not every movie has to have the same tone as Batman. Right. Um, and obviously Wonder Woman was great. Right? No way! <laughs> it's not dark and not heavy. Not every movie has to be dark and heavy. But yeah, it's crazy, it right? But it did have like surprisingly dark stuff in it. For sure, but yeah, the, but yeah. it was handled in a way that I that was palatable for a family audience. Mm-hmm. You know, but it has some bad words in there, and I was just yeah. like, "What's this rating?" There was a little bit of violence that I was like, "Oh, that." Like when Savannah Isn't throws his brother out the window. <laughs> PG thirteen. <laughs> or when one of the sins bites the head off. <laughs> Yeah. I guess we're talking spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Once they get into that scene, you kind of know some shit's going to go down. I was I was surprised at how they changed to Savannah's character. Who's Savannah? He's the bald guy. <coughs> Doctor oh. Thaddeus Savannah oh. is an he's an old man mm-hmm. and a scientist, and he has two he has three kids actually. He's also Sinestro. Yeah, same actor. <laughs> Looks like maybe he struck Pater with this one. Right. Um. But he's just an old mad scientist, hmm. and so Captain Marvel ends up. Oh, pardon me, Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> Too bad we don't have like a thunder effect for every time right? we say that. <laughs> um, he ends up fighting his creations more than he fights him, and he calls him the Big Red Cheese. Uh. And um, <clears throat> so there were some cute nods in there, like the tiger that he's trying to win when he's a little kid. Mm-hmm. There was a character in the Shazam universe called Talkie Tawny, mm-hmm. who's a talking tiger. <laughs> I was I was waiting for the tiger to show up the whole time. I'm like, uh, all right, they're, they're showing a lot of tiger things. Yeah. No, I think that was just a fun little homage. <laughs> that would have been a little, like, jumping the shark for the first outing. Yeah. I mean, they already had a wizard. The, why you, yeah. they, had a talk, <laughs> they already had a talking worm. I mean, Mr. Mind is in there. Did oh, you yeah. stay through the... I watched that first one. I didn't stay for the last one, which I heard okay. was, like, whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean... You saw Mr. Mind. Yeah, I saw that part. In in the cave or Rock of Eternity, which they never refer to as the Rock of Eternity, I don't think, right? Where's, yeah, they talked about it. They, mentioned, they called, called it that, that? That's what they're protecting. Oh. Hmm. When was that? We saw him in the movie? Yeah, he's in a glass jar. He's, yeah, like, but it's like a blink and you'll miss uh, it. It looks like a, a caterpillar, like, you know, a little butterfly gotcha. case. Yeah, it's like a bell jar or mm-hmm. something. Because that's what Mr. Mind is. He's a super intelligent worm who has a voice box he's an alien Mm. yeah and when dc did the new the 52 series the can the 52 yeah he was the main villain of it Mm -hmm. interesting too much to everyone's surprise (laughs) um so i i came out of that movie though by the end like with a smile on my face mm. you know i felt like the ending was i I actually didn't think they were going to go in that direction um, and I won't spoil because it's still like it just came out. Yeah, and, and but I was happy. No one's talking about it. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, good. It's a good surprise. Yeah, I was happy that that happened at the end. Well, but wait a second. I mean, if you've gone into Target, I have not gone into Target. Okay, <laughs> because this is another instance where toys have yeah. spoiled the movie. Yeah, Funko Pops. <laughs> no, not just that. They had real figures. Mm-hmm. They had regular posables. Mm. Um. Were you surprised by... Oh, I guess we can't talk about that. Hmm. But I thought that the the little girl, his foster sister, that's mm-hmm. also in This Is Us, 
Uh, she plays the youngest daughter in This Is Us. I thought she was sort of like the scene stealer of the movie. She <laughs> yeah. was so cute. Oh my god, she was so cute. How good are you at keeping a secret? Moderate. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys pick up on one of the kids being gay? Kind of. Which it was one? very fast. No. It was. They're, they're coming out of like the stripper place. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then um, they're like, oh, they're really nice in there. And then the one guy's like, it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one? The, the big Latino oh, oh, gotcha. guy, Pedro. <clears throat> was his name Pedro? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it says on his Funko Pop. <laughs> but yeah, this gives me hope for the future of the DC Universe, actually. <sighs> Except for the stupid Joker thing. I won't hold my breath when it comes to DC. <laughs> I'm interested in the Joker movie if it's a standalone movie that does not play into the DC yeah, at it's, all. It's, if they're saying it's like an Elseworlds type yeah. movie, um, I, I it, know people like... A lot of people like the trailer, and yeah. I'm kind of on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. Like, as a movie fan, it looks like something Martin Scorsese might direct. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's mm-hmm. a little bit of Taxi Driver, it's a little bit of King of Comedy, both mm-hmm. of which are, um, I can't remember the name of the actor all of a sudden from Taxi Driver. Robert De Niro. Uh-huh. They're both Robert De Niro movies. Scorsese uh-huh. likes working with him. And De Niro is in this. Oh. Is he? I did not watch the trailer. Oh. I haven't watched I it yet. Because I am so not interested. He's a, he's yeah. a talk show host. That um, it plays into Joe, the whatever Joker's name is yeah. going to be yeah. into his mental degradation. So I was talking about <clears throat> this movie to um, another person, and I was like, it kind of like defeats the purpose of the Joker because like the whole thing about the Joker is you don't really know about his past, and it's, right? And it's very mysterious. Yeah, and like them explaining it kind of kills it. I think the Killing Joke cracked the door to that a little bit in that. The Joker can tell any number of stories, and they can all be true. Mm-hmm. You never know what you're going to get. I don't know. I really liked Heath Ledger's Joker, mm-hmm. and I don't think anyone will, like, in my opinion, I don't think anyone will ever surpass his Joker, yeah. so I just, yeah. like, don't care. And, and I think that Joaquin Phoenix, like, lives inside his own ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Do <laughs> you know she's sick? <laughs> Sorry, Ray. Some of the shots kind of remind me of that movie, The Machinist, where there's like, let me show me, show you my gross little skinny body. Oh, oh yes, yeah. yeah. He looks. Well, you know, he does have a shoulder deformity. He's got a. I forgot what he's got. In real life. Yes, oh. he has a like a shoulder that's turned in, mm. and you can see it in um, the Gladiator. Hmm. Hmm. Do you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> I know you guys already talked about it, but I saw Captain Marvel before we came home. Okay, well, now we have to ask you, on recorded media, Yes. did you get lesbian vibes? 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Did I send you the link about the girl explaining why she's a lesbian? No. Oh my god, it's amazing. You need to send me that link. (laughs) Like, she goes on this, like, ten-minute tangent, like, one cut. Um, and then she runs to other rooms, drawing out a little board and coming to another room. Oh my goodness! Diagrams. It's crazy. <laughs> About why Captain Marvel is a lesbian? Yeah. How oh. they? Well, she. They pretty much spelled it out without saying it. Yeah. Well, yeah. she and Maria were so sapphic, and then now there's all this like fan art with Valkyrie. Captain Marvel and Valkyrie yeah. that I, I just love it. See, here's the thing. I like her and Maria. I like Carol and Maria together, but I really think Carol and Valkyrie would be. Hot. Mm-hmm. Oh my! God. They're sending pictures to each other over mm-hmm. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're friends in real life. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And they finally like totally ship them. Kind of 
confirmed that Valkyrie's going to be in Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. She's on one of the posters. She's on one of the posters. So that, yeah. As soon as that happened, I I'm still have a behind. Fangasm. I'm still behind on my Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Infinity War yet. What? It's on Netflix. Is it? Yeah. Okay, I'll have to go watch it. Yeah. Um, I haven't. I haven't seen Black Panther yet. I haven't seen. What? I am so behind on my Marvel <laughs> you movies. Seen Black okay. Panther? No, I haven't. Oh my. That's a good one. Did you hear that? They're calling her Princess Shuri, which is so great, but she's getting her own animated series. Oh, interesting. Yay. Yes. Princess I Shuri. I liked her in the comics when she became Black Panther. Mm. She had mm-hmm. a cool outfit. Wow. Listen, I'm behind, but I also know everything that's going on because I read all the spoilers online because <laughs> I like knowing what's going to happen before I go mm. and watch things. It's just so a thing. So you're not devastated. I'm not devastated. Like, when Infinity War came out, all the spoilers came online. Everyone's like, if you haven't seen this, don't read this. This isn't spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. And I'm like, click. Yeah. <laughs> it's just how I roll. I just, I like knowing. I don't, I don't really like surprises okay. all that much. So it drives my wife crazy. It is kind of good. Like Infinity War, if you saw that, like without knowing, like mm-hmm. we get to that one part where you're like, well, fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I knew... I knew something big was going to happen before any of the spoilers came out. And then everyone was, like, coming out of the movie that first weekend, like, stone-faced, like, I don't know what just happened. And I was just like, I gotta find spoilers. (laughs) Well, clearly they haven't read enough comics. Clearly. But yeah, so I just... I'll pro- I I definitely want to see Endgame. I will not see Endgame on opening weekend because I hate opening weekend crowds. They sold out like <laughs> I feel like this- a snap, <laughs> and now half the universe is gone. Yeah, you know great. What, you know what's funny about that is like there are all these people were like sold out, sold out, sold out, and then I went to go check and like no, they, they all have like front and second. Oh row, yeah, so. yeah. You can get like <laughs> yeah. front row. And then I went to like instead of like <clears throat> seeing in Long Beach, I'm like. Okay, Carson. Mm-hmm. And then I found like perfect seats like in the middle of the middle. Nice. I'm like, can I get the tickets? <laughs> Maybe I'll see it on like a Wednesday or something. I'm going like, Saturday middle of the week. I'm going Saturday morning at nine fifteen in the morning. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there was no yeah, I, I got like, my, my yeah. Thursday was in a different city. So. <laughs> I couldn't go Friday and Thursday was like yeah, no. I'll make sure I see it before we record the podcast where we talk about it. But yeah. you just have to give me like a week. So I can, like, see it during the week. Because that's, like, how I see my movies, is, like, in the middle of the week at, like, 10 a.m. I don't know when I'm going to go see it, now that I'm thinking about it. Hmm. I'm not about to spend $5,000 to watch it on opening night. People are legitimately... People are legitimately buying tickets and then selling it on eBay for, like, $5,000. But are people buying them? Really? Yes, really. Are you going to give away your seat? Give away? Maybe. No, sell them for five thousand dollars. If you go on eBay, they're all over the place. You know, I am working from home now, so. <laughs> wow. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't just the big screen that uh, captivated us this over oh, the last yeah. two weeks. Mm-hmm. That's right. We all saw the Umbrella Academy so on Netflix, good. which has we mentioned this the the ver- our last episode, but not all of us had gotten through it but now i think have all of us watched the whole thing i'm pretty sure i was the first one to watch the whole thing (laughs) just saying just saying yes (laughs) i went through it so fast we we binge watched it like as soon as it went on netflix but yeah queer oh my god 
very and even though Ellen Page is playing a straight woman in this, mm-hmm. it's still very lesbian. Which is yeah. so strange to so watch yeah. her make out with that ugly ass dude. Yeah. She just wanted somebody to love her. She doesn't really want the D. She doesn't. She's she really just all wants about the, the attention. The V? The mm-hmm. violin? <laughs> that's true. That's what she plays. Yes. Sure. Vanya. V I started for reading Vanya. V for Vanya. I started reading the original uh, miniseries. Mm-hmm. Ryan has the hard copies of them, and mm-hmm. I've made it halfway through. I have to say that so far, the series is much better put together. Mm-hmm. For one thing, mm-hmm. it's diverse. Mm-hmm. All of the kids in the first one are white, mm. even though one of them is named Diego. Uh-huh. He still got like blonde hair. I mean, uh-huh. yes, he could be in Spain, a Spanish, <laughs> uh, you know, blondini. Blondie, right? They exist. But um, there didn't seem to be a lot of diversity. Mm-hmm. And also the way that Vanya comes to her power is similar, but it's not through love or anything. She's just sort of singled out by another group of, mm-hmm. like a villainous orchestra, actually. Yeah. There's like a whole other villain that's not in the show, right? Well, because they explained I mean, at the though. beginning that there's, what, like 47 of these kids or something? And yeah. so we've yeah. only seen seven of them so right. far, yeah. so there's got to be like 40 other powered people around the well, world. Well, don't forget, though, he was not one of the powered kids. He wanted to be. Right. He was, but I didn't think he was one of the, like, freak babies. He right. was just happened to be born on the same day. Right. Yeah, and because of that, he <clears throat> was convinced he was a freak baby when really he wasn't. Yeah. But let's talk about the actual queer romance. Yeah. Um, which was like from the Klaus, Vietnam War. Klaus yeah. and <laughs> time it, travel yeah, Vietnam back in War. time. Uh, Klaus I, and I his was, lover. So I kind of wish they would have so given sad. us. I wish they would have given us a little more of what was George? What was his the character? Dave. Uh, Dave. Dave. I think it was Dave. Yeah. Because, you know, it was sad, and but we didn't really get to see anything about that character. Just like a couple lines here and there, and what he looked like, but. We didn't get session. a chance to mourn for him because we didn't know him. I'm into Klaus, so I don't care. I love Klaus. <laughs> I think fun. Klaus is the best character. He's yeah. Although I will be honest, I did start watching the show for Ellen Page because I've had a crush on her since she was Shadow Cat and X-Men. <laughs> but I totally have a thing for what's her name now? The other the other sister. Rumor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whoo, she's hot. Yeah. She I wish they would go um, show more of Ben. Mm-hmm. you only see like him in backgrounds. I mm-hmm. think we're gonna see more of Ben because yeah. you're going back in time. Yeah. So I think we're gonna see more of him in season two. Yeah, that'll be interesting how a spirit could travel in time. Because they're going back in time, does that mean they're going back before he died? Does true. that mean he's still alive? That's true. Are they gonna be kids? Are well, they, they gonna all be turn kids? into kids at the end. That's right. No. That's right. Eh, but I think they need the star power of these adults. Yeah. So. They're probably gonna do a whole back and forth thing. Probably. And did we um, did we like the way Chacha and Hazel's story went? Chacha died in the end. Yes. Yes. And did you yeah. like that? <laughs> um, but she just died in the apocalypse. I know, uh, but good point. But if you look, go back, Hazel was making out with what's her face, and they. Time hopped. Yeah, they escaped. She, Chacha didn't. So is she dead? Or did she time hop? Well, if they stop the apocalypse, maybe they'll save Chacha. So, does that, you know, the whole time rule thing? Like, are they still around if they go back in time? 
time travel stories are so messy for I just this really reason. I know, I know, I know, I know. So we'll see how they get themselves out of this one. I remember when they made <clears throat> Lost in, in Space in 1995 or something, I want to mm-hmm. say. With Matt LeBlanc. Yeah. I was five years old. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, and I was really excited about it because I thought, oh, this is going to be a great reimagining of the show. And it wasn't. Huh. I liked the casting, but they got all mixed up in this time travel thing, and it just didn't make any sense. I've yeah. been wary of it ever since. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. Mm-hmm. I really loved the Umbrella Academy. I loved the storylines. I loved all the actors and how they played their characters so well. Mm-hmm. Like every single one of them, absolutely killed it. And I cannot wait for season two. Yeah, I, I, it was. It was better at, at. I felt it came together like through the end. I the first few episodes like Adolfo, you know, because Adolfo doesn't read the comics or anything, and so I'm kind of like I I had read like the first maybe one or two volumes of the book of the mm-hmm. comics, but it had been years and I didn't really remember it. But and I was so I wasn't quite sold at the beginning, and then like he wasn't really quite sold. But like as we got through it, like it really pulled us in. Yeah, it gets it yeah. improves. Yeah, I really want to read the comics, but it sold out. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, the the publisher was not prepared. No. At yeah. all. Uh, I remember seeing it at Barnes & Noble, and I was like, oh, I'll come make, get it next week. Nope, and it's gone. And then it gone, and then I was just going to, I'll get it on Amazon. Nope. Oh, sold out. Sold out. Wow. Yeah. We went to our local comic book shop in Wisconsin, which was a decent comic book shop, but nothing quite like the comic book shop we love in, uh, where is it, Laguna? I think it's down in Laguna. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We love it. Um, and so uh, it it was good. But they only had the second volume. They did not have the first volume. And, like, well, I can't have the second volume without reading the first volume. Right. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I wait. Well, I mean, it's been great having you back. I'm glad to be back. And you're going to be, it's not like you're visiting. You're gonna it's be not go- like I'm visiting. You're going to be going forward. You're stuck with me. I That's feel right. like we're complete again. Yeah. Yeah. A voice of reason. We can't fit any more queerness into this tiny little room. No. No. But why don't we talk about what made us level up? And, Ray, why don't you start? Well, I mean, I'm back in California, so that's a huge level up. But uh, I came back to California, and a week after I got here, I started Tech Week on a show. So I'm currently the lighting designer slash stagehand for... Les Mis and Friends, a puppet parody. Yay! We are at the Hudson Theater in Los Angeles, Fridays and Saturdays, from now until May 11th. It's fantastic if you love improv, if you love stupid (laughs) slapstick comedy, if you love puppets. Wait, but how can you do improv with puppets and you won't be able to talk about your penis? Well, I guess you're going to have to come see the show and find out. That's like the big improv joke. That's what the guys always want to end up talking about. <laughs> talk about their, their penis. penis. Yeah. They definitely talk about penises oh. in their show. Three more weekends? Or Five more? more weekends. Oh, great. It was a six week run and we just had our first weekend. So. Good. But yeah, if you want, if you have any questions, just go to laymizandfriends.com for tickets. All right. All right. Well, I discovered a new series that I can just sit and play my shitter games while I'm watching. Mm-hmm. I started um, Barry. Uh-huh. on HBO. I think I've seen a uh, 
like a billboard for this. With uh, Bill Hader. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he is a hitman who is missing something in his life. Mm-hmm. And one of his he's tailing one of his marks that he's been hired to kill. And he ends up walking into a theater class taught by Henry Winkler, who was the Fonz in Happy Days. And he also was the principal in Scream who got murdered. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. 25 years ago. Wasn't he blah, blah, blah? And uh, blah, blah, blah. No, that was... <laughs> was he blah, blah, he's blah? In it. No, he's their original lawyer. Blah, blah, blah is um, Scott, <laughs> <is> Scott <laughs> Bayo. In Arrested Development. Yes. There's a character named Bob Loblaw. So when they say it's blah, blah, blah. That's Scott Bayo. Gotcha. Who is also on Happy Days. Uh-huh. Okay, so there's the link. <laughs> so he decides that he, he does a, a scene on stage and he's like, this is my life. Mm-hmm. And he starts trying to get out of the life of being a hitman to pursue acting, which That's is fantastic. not where he's gone from a life of complete anonymity to one where he's trying to pursue fame because that's just what you do mm-hmm. but he also has a crush on a girl in the class and mm-hmm. so that Aww. certainly helps and so it's a very enjoyable show good yeah should have been better if he had a crush on a boy in the class just saying <laughs> there's a gay guy in there make things gay <laughs> he's pretty gay the one that's in there he's got gay face and everything Stephen, what made you level up uh speaking of making things gay I watched all of Queer Eye on Netflix. Oh my god. <laughs> I haven't watched a single episode. Me neither. My, oh my eyes god. cannot handle all the tears. I, I, was, I would seriously watch like a five hour block uh-huh. while I work. And then like as I'm working, I'm all like, click, 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 crying, crying, crying. Uh-huh. <laughs> I heard there was a lesbian in the most recent season. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, just, that, I just watched that one last night. And again, Hanky's tears. I think in season two there was a trans person, right? Uh, there's still... There's a trans episode. Yeah. That's really good, too. Um, <clears throat> I think the best episodes to have is when they do women or, uh, or black people. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they do, like, a really good job. The, the, whole, the, 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 the whole thing about the show that is really compelling is these people are down on their luck or they've sort of stopped caring about themselves in a way. And so for these people just to come and sort of, like, lift them up of course they like kind of like tease them a little bit at the beginning when they go through their clothes and stuff but but like once they kind of bring everything together and and karamo who is he's technically like the culture expert yeah, he's like a psychoanalyst now. but yeah he's like a therapist yeah. and like uh like a social worker in real life cry, like, on a dime. so he's he's really good at like getting to these issues like what is holding these people back yeah, like, and sort of like breaking through with like them what did your father do to you yeah like the, well, what kind of the, the problem is yeah like yeah. why you know why do you see you know he's and he gets he does these activities with, with them that sort of gets them to see something about themselves in a new way and and all of the all of the other ones you know just kind of teach them new things and how how to just like be yeah. better to yourself so when the first show first came out on bravo it yes. was queer eye for the straight guy yes and that was the whole premise they yeah. didn't do lesbians they Correct. didn't do women yeah. families and it right. was in new york city yeah this one is just queer eye but they do everyone yeah and, and it was in atlanta right? yeah Wasn't atlanta it? and then first two seasons are atlanta yeah kansas kansas city is the a, third season yeah and they like hit some kansas city issues when mm-hmm. they get there oh yeah yeah well we all know where what canton lives in kansas <laughs> dorothy westboro baptist church oh <laughs> wow um, 
So yeah, it's really good, uh, mm-hmm. which came at a perfect time because I quit my day job that I hated <laughs> for the last five years. Yay! So I left Ross, and in the, the middle of trying to improve my life, I started watching Queer Eye. Well, there you <laughs> and go. And I'm like, oh, this works out. Mm-hmm. So I have all these like great ideas on it. Improve my my homework situation, mm-hmm. my life in general. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. So it's a good like way to like move forward with what I'm doing right now. Are you keeping all of your friends? Yeah. I'm, oh good. Uh, okay. I'm great at that. Oh, okay. That's that's Marie Kondo. And and side and <laughs> yes, side note. Too. Jonathan Van Ness, who is the hair and grooming expert on the show, oh, yeah, he's, so funny. he's very funny. He, <laughs> since Game of Thrones is starting this next weekend, he does a recap series starting with season three called Gay of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And if you just like don't remember what happened and you just want to like do a quick recap of all the episodes, just watch them all straight through. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. He has names for every character that's not their real name: <laughs> <laughs> Blonde Cher, Christina Aguilera, yeah. Brother D. <laughs> he's he's so funny because like. Um, I think, like, through his Instagram, you started seeing him, like, begin figure skating and, like, being really terrible, and now he's getting better, and just, like, how cute he is with doing it. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I like to see that. People like to see people improving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep it up, Steven. Yes. Yes. All right, Adam, why don't you close us out? All right. Well, since we have our lesbian back, I have a level up that's quite lesbianic. I... I'm really into Killing Eve, which just came mm. back for season two this weekend. Um, what is this? Killing it's Eve, it's on show. BBC America. It stars Sorry. Sandra Oh and Jodie Comer. They're totally lesbians. Um, Sandra Oh plays a woman who works for MI5 in the UK. Mm. And um, she sort of learns about... She's like an analyst or something. She's not a spy. But she learns about like through the course of her job this serial killer assassin who's kind of been you know making hits all over like europe and so she's kind of becoming known and um that the woman that's the ser- that's this assassin is named villanelle that's like her code name <laughs> and she's you know russian of course and but of like course. it's got a little bit of this like orphan black aliasness because she's always like she's often like playing a different character or you know like has these different accents or speaking different languages and that's cool and then they both like kind of like realize you know she's one's chasing after her and she realizes that she's chasing after her and they like are kind of like obsessed with each other in this really sapphic way <laughs> it's so good I love lesbians it. around the world are screaming for them to just fucking show there but if yeah. they do then the show will basically have lost its edge well they got together but then one stabbed the other and i won't say who stabbed who oh my but then so the newest... one of my favorite movies of all time is deb's and it's basically uh-huh. like this really <laughs> cheesy spy movie where the the good spy falls in love with the villain that like they're chasing after uh-huh. <laughs> it is one of my favorite movies of all time it's just this it's so cheesy and the the cgi is so bad um, but it's just, like, one of those feel-good movies, and I, f- I have not watched Killing Eve yet, but I feel like it's, like, an improved version of Debs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's definitely, like, if Silence of the Lambs was <laughs> lesbian and more fun and erotic. So, basically, I need to watch it. Yes. That's what you're saying. Wow. Yes. As That's do we cool. all. Uh-huh. Well... Ray, we're so happy to have you back. I'm mm-hmm. glad to be back. Yeah. I missed you guys. I missed you. It's like having our heart back. <laughs> I know Aww. I wasn't the heart. Sure. <laughs> I'm glad I'm the heart. Yeah. So, on that note, until next time, game, game on! on.